This is uh, one of my favorite new songs in a long time. Just dropped overnight. Churches, who I've always liked, teamed up with Robert Smith from The Cure. That voice sounded familiar to you. Now, the first time you heard this... I loved it, right away. Did you know that the voice you were hearing was the guy from The Cure? Like, I knew I knew who Robert Smith was, yeah. So when you saw it, you you were already influenced by the fact that it was him. Yeah, you, weren't, not, you didn't hear it and go, oh my God, who is that? Oh, that's dude from The Cure. I recognized the name. I'm like, that's a guy from The Cure, I'm pretty sure. And then I looked it up, uh, and then I just kind of Googled Robert Smith to confirm it was the guy from The Cure. Yeah. And then one of the articles was Robert Smith and Churches team up for this song cause, in the news because the song just came out. So I was like, all right, let's hear this song. And then as soon as I heard it, I loved it. Loved it. And I'm not like a diehard Cure fan. Uh-huh. I mean, I certainly like a bunch of Robert Smith's music. I just like the vibe. It's like, to me, I love this song. I'm really digging it too. I hear a lot of, um, a lot of like old school Cure, a lot of '90s kind of rock, and it's in the it's in the bass. It's just that dum 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 dum. It's just riding that bass so hard, and that's uh, it's so groovy to me. It's very like nighttime drivey. This is like, I'm in my car. And I'm getting ready for the big gunfight coming up later tonight. And I'm like, <laughs> what gunfight? Well, you know, I, I'm getting some we- it's Friday. You know? <laughs> Friday night gunfight. <laughs> no, it just uh, reminds me of like a movie soundtrack where something really cool is going on. Main characters in their mm. awesome car driving, getting ready to. It doesn't hit me the same way. I'm not hearing yeah. it the same way. Yeah, well, you're just into different music. That's all. I guess so. Even the beginning of it, I'm surprised you guys didn't pick up. Like, I thought it had a definite weekend vibe. The very beginning of it. Um, let me play a little bit of it for y'all. I mean, if she wasn't singing right out of the gate, just the music reminds me of the beginning of um, Blinding Lights a little bit. You know, throwing a couple of the... Ding, 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 ding. I, I so don't hear it. Yeah. I so don't hear what you're hey, talking about. you know about. what? It's like looking at art on a wall. Not everybody sees what you see. That's right. And it's not that there's anything wrong with the seeing picture, it or not yeah. seeing it. It's just it's what you, what you, you know. That's the crazy part about music. You can't please everybody all the time. No, you, know? you cannot. Some people get close, but pretty hard to do. Mm-hmm. Well, the song that Mora was like, uh, this is... Well, it was the first time I've ever like been in my car, had my windows down, and then there was a guy in his car, he had his windows down, and I loved what he was listening to, and he was listening to it pretty loud, and we were at a red light, and I'm like, I gotta... I gotta Shazam this. What is this dude listening to? And instantly put it on in my car. And I was sad that at the next set of lights, he made a right because I wanted him to see that I had the same song on. Yeah, he but influenced you. He totally influenced me. And it's by this artist from Germany named Boris Brechka. And uh, the song was Purple Noise. Just so th- this came up on our show because yes. I was saying how much I loved this new Churches song. And Maura's like, ah, it's not doing anything for me. You know what song's great? This one here. <laughs> and then we started playing it. And uh, I don't know what to say about this song, but not a whole lot going on in it. That's for sure. It's eight minutes, sorry, nine minutes long. Yeah, it's more of a vibe. 
I was digging this guy's vibe he was putting down. I'm like, yes, brother! What kind of car was he driving? I don't know. So like a sedan, four-door, silver, four windows yeah. down, arm out the window. Did he look like a loser? No. When he was turn- <laughs> blaring this music, I'm like, I love this guy. It was my husband. I was next to Matt. He's like, should we Shazam it? He's like, yes! Listen to this! I could, I could point you to probably a thousand songs that sound exactly like this. Did he have an Adidas tracksuit on <laughs> and a big gold chain? I wish he did. He did have a bald shaved head. Okay. Bald shaved head. I don't know. We were feeling it. We were feeling it. Um, it really does sound like copyright free music that you would hear <laughs> in a YouTube video. I love his name, Boris Brechka. From Germany, we found out this morning. That's not even his most famous song. I mean, no, uh, it is. It is his oh, most is. famous song. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no song is. No, yeah, you're right. That is the. This is the one. This is the jam. Do you want to hear his second most famous yeah, song? Yeah, man. Let's see if it sounds anything uh, on, similar. I, th- I think this song's about to go somewhere. Nope, sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> Purple oh. noise. There you go. It went somewhere. It's a vibe, man. Okay, give okay. us another one. Okay, this is his second most fam- <laughs> famous song. <laughs> it's called Gravity. Oh, baby. Yes. Do ha. <laughs> yeah, I was totally thinking that too. Do ha. How long is this one? It's only three and a half minutes. Oh. He gets right into it. Look at that, a counter melody. Oh. Look at that. Well, I mean, this guy's a DJ, right? I, I actually think I kind of like this one better than the other one. You I do it? too, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it about this one? That keyboard thingy. Yeah, it's a counter now, melody. Now it sounds like a submarine underwater, though. Here we go. This song has way more dynamics. There's more up and down, more back and forth between different elements in the mix. The other one was just like, it was very droning. It wasn't doing anything. Sounded like hacky, to be honest. Oh my God, guys, please. This sounds like a club track. This sounds like I'm on ecstasy with my glow sticks. (laughs) You know? Glow sticks are going everywhere. We have to do ecstasy and go get some glow sticks at some point in our lives, I've guys. I've never done ecstasy, Before but it, we it, die. if you can guarantee me, like, <laughs> well, MDMA or whatever, yeah. yeah, if you could guarantee me that it was, like, pure, safe, whatever. Oh, I don't think I can guarantee you. Yeah, I, I would love to try that once. Well, yeah. I know a ton of people who say, like, they've had the best. By the way, what's happening here? Is this the same song? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. No. Yeah. A little piano bridge breakdown. <laughs> How is this going to work at the club? Yeah, vibe crush, <laughs> eh? Dissolve and weightless. Oh. Oh. Maybe this is when you get the the smoke machines. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. This is where everyone's standing around going, what do we do now? <laughs> make out. You make out sesh. Make out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this part, guys. Is this how it's gonna end? There's still like a minute left. Okay, this is your favorite new Boris Brechka. Into darkness. Here we go. Okay. 
that was weird. I'm sorry. Like I kind of reminds me. It's a different song now. Kind of reminds me of this uh, band called The Glitch Mob that do something similar, but way cooler than this. I don't know if you'd like it, Mara, but it's it's the similar. Glitch. What? Glitch Mob. Mob. Um, it's a little more aggressive than this, but it's very similar in terms of like the electronic sounds they're using. The drums are just a little more aggressive, and there's more vocals, like a, a lot of beautiful vocals in some mm, of their songs. I'll check it out, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Boris Braska! Great name. Great name. It's a verified artist. <laughs> I mean, that song that you like, Purple Noise, has, uh, at least on a streaming service, has 39 million plays. Listen, so you're not alone. There's me and one other dude in Toronto who were jamming it in a car yesterday. Yeah. So there you go. Lots of plays. There you go. Well, I think my song's cooler, no offense. <laughs> I know you don't get it, but... That's all right. I am going to be... Uh, you know like how every now and then there's a song that you're into, and every time you get in your car, you start your drive with that song? This is the song for me this right now. This is yours. I want to congratulate Churches and Robert Smith. For being your number one. For being number one right now in my car. Or on my earbuds when I'm out for a walk. It's a little Avril Lavigne vibe right here. Oh, don't ruin it for me! Although I do like Avril Lavigne. You love your Avril. It does sound like Avril Lavigne, though. You're right. Sorry. Totally. (laughs) The song's still so cool, it doesn't matter. All right, uh, hang on. The Daily Take Two is coming up. The Tucker Mora Podcast. Thanks for listening. It's Tucker and Mora. Are you getting tired of trying to open up your iPhone with the face recognition feature and it just doesn't recognize your face because you got a mask covering half of it? Does that happen to you a lot? Oh my God, every time I have a mask on. <laughs> and then uh, and then I got to put in the... Pa- like it's, uh, It makes me miss that home button that just recognizes your fingerprint. Yeah, yeah, I got the home button. You still I, do. I, I love it, I love it. Yeah, it takes a little while to get used to it. Um, most people said that in 1999 when they got rid of the home button but you know when did they get rid of, i'm just kidding really? when did they get rid of the home button was it a no, two four, years ago no what are you talking about it was with the 10 it was no? the, it was the 10 which yeah. came out like 2017 four years ago it came out all right all right or it'll be four years this november okay right. so three and a half all right anyway do you want me to get to this or not you guys don't care because you guys all have the home button, yeah, right? I'm not a big fan of like getting on the newest technology right away. I just don't really care. But uh, tell me what I just love that you're you're on the new technology right away, and you're the I'm one not. that's suffering because you can't even open your phone because it can't recognize your stupid face with a mask on. My phone is three and a half years old. Uh huh. It's the iPhone 10. Uh huh. The only reason why I care about upgrading my phone is just to have a better camera. And, yeah. and that's why I'll probably upgrade again in the next little bit is I want that wide angle lens they got on the iPhones these days. For all your boat picks. But just not even. Just like a wide angle, man. If you're taking outdoor shots, so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
He's such a sucker, eh? What do you mean a sucker? <laughs> I'm not even going to get into this with you guys. Okay, yeah. You guys are the least interested in having new phones, but there's a lot of people, including like 10-year-olds that have phones <laughs> that have facial recognition. Okay, so tell do me. Do you want the hack? I got the hack. Tell me the hack. On how to train your phone to recognize you, even if you're wearing a mask. And this is for everyone but Bundes and Mora. This doesn't apply to them. Okay. What you do is you go into your iPhone settings, all right? You go mm-hmm. to Face ID and Passcode. Mm-hmm. Then there's an option there that says set up an alternate appearance. It's like when you guys set up your fingerprints, you can set up multiple fingers. And what you got to do is when you start setting up a new alternate appearance, you have to have the mask off. If you have the mask on, it's going to shut you out right out of the gate. Okay. You got the mask off, you start scanning your face, and then what you need to do is then you put the mask on while it's scanning, and you should be able to beat out the feature that's going to like shut you down if you have the mask on in the first place. Dan wants to chime in on this. Uh, What did you want to say, Dan? I was just wondering, why do you need the wide photo shot so you can see what you look like bigger rather than be a skin on a stick? No! What, you guys don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into a discussion why a wide-angle lens takes interesting pictures for people who have no concept of how to take nice pictures. You're suggesting, Dan, that uh, Tucker only needs the wide-angle lens to uh, take D pics with. Yeah. Okay, Dan, Dan, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to burn me, but you should know if you actually took a D-pick with a wide-angle lens, chances are it would it look smaller. smaller. Yeah. It would not help yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make things look Wait, wider. How do you it just know gives that? you more of a... You know it fits more into the screen. So wait, you want like a fisheye lens? It, well, it, it's not fisheye. I'm not looking to distort the horizon. I'm just looking, if I want to get a lens, It'll give you more of the landscape. If you got a big fat head like you probably do, Dan, I'd get your whole head in there instead of just part of it. <laughs> Thanks for uh, for trying to chirp me, though. I like it. Okay. Tucker and Mora, it's words of wisdom from old people. Are you going to be going, oh, or are you going to be like, okay, boomer? I think old people are usually pretty on point with their advice. So yes, bring it. If your job offers you a pension plan, do it. Well, yeah. That's good advice. Got to do that. Also, I'll tell you, if they have like an employee share purchase plan or something, Mm -hmm. and you could put a percentage of your income towards that, Mm -hmm. that's a good one. Because you often don't even really feel it big time Mm -hmm. off each paycheck. But you worked there for five or eight years. Before you know it, you got a little nest egg there. Well, that's what happened to me at our last place. Like, I was at our last uh, place of employment, I think, for 15 years. And I was, you know, paying into that employee plan. So when I was let go, I had this little cluster of cash that I didn't even know about that was now mine. Don't spend all your time on social media. Well... What do they know about social media? <laughs> are you kidding? I mean, are you that's ki- a really good suggestion. <laughs> are you kidding? My mom spends more time on Facebook than anyone I know. 
Mm. Start saving for retirement in your 20s. Oh, God. It's a great suggestion. It is a great suggestion. I know, yeah. but it's, yeah. I mean, you were just talking about how you have that nest egg because you were saving almost unbeknownst to you. Yeah. So why not do that in your 20s? Just take a little bit of that pay and put well, it away. I remember my high school boyfriend was like already saving and, and for retirement. And he said that you can be a millionaire by the time you retire if you start early enough and just always put things away. Advice from old people. Don't take anything for granted. Truth, especially your health. Because that's something like once it's gone, like I'm sure Bundes knows this because of his accidents that he's had on the roads. But like... You only realize after you lose mobility in something how much it sucks. And you're like, oh, when I was healthy, like, yeah. I was the best. You know, the last time you went snowboarding before you messed up your foot. And I'm sure you could snowboard again if you really wanted to. The problem is, is if I go down... It's my leg is not going to break. My femur is going to break. Oh God! Because you have do so it. much metal, metal in other places. Yeah. It's like yeah. you, you, they should have made you full RoboCop instead of just like twenty <laughs> percent <20% laughs> RoboCop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because there's a weak point there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So That's you're a, afraid now. You're afraid, but I mean, like, cross country skiing. Could you do that? Too much movement in the ankles? <laughs> too weenish. Yeah, it's too losers. weenish. Cross country skis for losers. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't really mean that, but I know that's what Bundes thinks. <laughs> yeah, you do look like a ween when you're cross country skiing. Yeah, it's hard to look cool on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. You see those guys? You're like, what are you doing? Bundes can't do anything where he doesn't look cool doing <laughs> it. So true. Which makes me want to see what it's like when he plays baseball with himself. I, I still don't know how you pull that off while looking cool but he's Just got sunglasses on okay i think a lot of us would agree with this you don't have to go to college to be successful truth that is true yeah but it's a damn good time hold on to the people closest to you mm. yeah like i didn't know my dad was gonna pass away from cancer i wish i would have called him more call your dad play that music please <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, but that can also backfire too, right? Like Calling your dad? No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> the people that are closest to you. Sometimes your best friend can sleep with your girlfriend, right? Play the music. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about, Bundes? It can also backfire. Hold on to the people closest to you. They may file a restraining order. (laughs) Make sure it's consensual. You know, if you're going to hang around them, make sure they want you to be there. Right, and they're not just trying to get in on your woman. (laughs) What? This took a turn. I think on that note, we'll wrap it up, shall we? (laughs) You know, we did think that we were going to come out of this lockdown and it would be like the roaring 20s with casual sex on the menu after singles were locked down for over a year. But turns out, experts believe we may have predicted the wrong outcome, guys. (laughs) Experts are now thinking... Yeah. That this has caused a relationship renaissance. Okay, in which way? 75% of people are actually not interested in free sex, casual sex, different partners. 75% of people want to hook up in a committed relationship post-pandemic. 
I don't believe it. <laughs> Digest that. I just don't yeah. believe that. I don't believe it. The pandemic was a jolt to our system. It forced us to spend time by ourselves and question our pre-pandemic values and behaviors, Bundus. I think it's too early to tell. Give me a break. People are still getting their head around being with other people, yeah, right? Like, like how many people have had the chance to go to a bar and get drunk with a bunch of hot strangers? Yeah, yeah, nobody. Exactly. Yeah, nobody. So yeah. that study is bunk. Until well, until we're going to festivals and bars and restaurants again and yes. it's full. Yes. Then okay, we'll see if people aren't aren't, aren't having sex. Okay, we'll see that. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Plus, you know, the pandemic really has to be over for us to know to know how 100%. We're feel. But they're asking people ahead of the game to get a gauge on what it's going to be like and 75% are coming back saying, "You know what? I've had a time I've had time in lockdown to assess what I want, and I don't want casual sex. I want to find a partner. I think people are kind of like scared after what happened, and they would rather lock down second time around with somebody that they actually cared about. Again, we don't. uh, People haven't been released yet. Humans, you know what I mean? Yeah, humans are fascinating. Like we adapt very well to our current surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know, we were used to living a certain way, then the lockdown happened, and it sucks. But we've adjusted to living that way. Mm-hmm. And as soon as everything opens up, everyone's going to change their tune. Yeah, like, yeah. People are like, oh yeah, I want a relationship, and then they're going to get back out in the wild, and they're going to be like, oh yeah, wait a second, I want a relationship with that guy and that yeah, guy and yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, too early to tell. Just think about it. Like, never mind the relationship aspect. Just like going out for dinner with your friends again, being oh able to go God. on a trip, yes. you know, doing fun things will change yes. your outlook on life and your perspective on everything again. Mm-hmm. I mean, at March break, or no, it wasn't March break. It was before that. I went skiing up in Collingwood and had a meal inside. Oh my God, lunch. yes you did. And I was just like, what? Wow. Was that like, insane? It was insane at the time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like all these things, we're not there to know yet. Oh. I'm still hopeful that it's going to be, uh, 2021 is going to be the year of the uh, dog. If you know what I mean, is that you know what, what I mean? Dog. No. <laughs> well, no, like people. I don't know what you mean. Dogs. People being dogs. dogs. Oh. You've never heard that expression? Oh, he's a dog. He's always picking up ears. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, I think I, you know, the year be of the dog. I got the you. dog. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's going to be eventually hooking up with everybody, and I'm going to be living vicariously through all of you. We want the stories. We want the stories. Hello. Yeah. TikTok is making people's lives a nightmare. In particular, there's one job that's been made very difficult thanks to TikTok to the point where everybody working at this place is like dreading the next TikTok trend. Uh, mm. Starbucks baristas oh. are hating on TikTok these days. Because you can ask for well, because customization. Because... Starbucks has a rule where they will customize any drink. And thanks to TikTok, people are coming up with these custom drinks that are taking forever to make. Really? Yeah, and everybody's coming in and asking for them. Oh, you got to come in and ask for this, but modify it like this and this and this and this. So drinks that are supposed to take, you know, 45 seconds to make Mm -hmm. are now taking three minutes. People are ruining the system. Yeah. And is it worth it? Like, how good are these TikTok drinks? I mean, I'm sure they're fine. It's kind of like the equivalent of going to... 
you know, a uh, slushy machine, you know, where like what would be like uh, 7-Eleven or something, yeah, and then and just going a squirt of this and a squirt of that and two squirts of this. At least it's self-serve when you're doing it that way. Yes. But people want that kind of drink at Starbucks oh. now. And you know what's going to happen <laughs> is they're going to ruin it now. They're going to ruin it. TikTokers yeah. are going to ruin Starbucks because yes. they're eventually going to have to put a rule in place that there's no modifications. Mm-hmm. You ever go to that restaurant? And you're like, oh, instead of French toast, can I do pancakes as part of that platter? Yeah. And they're like, no modifications. Yes. And then you're just like, oh, why? This is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's because people take advantage of the modifications yes. until you get to a point where all of a sudden simple modifications can't be done. You got to do a broad, no modifications. Yeah. I know. I yeah. know. I hear you. So. Are you mad at this because your Starbucks order is modified no. with your stupid Splenda that you put like half a bag of Splenda, not the full thing? No. I, only I, half. You're upset because they're going to stop doing that really soon, aren't you? I did. I did. (laughs) What a rip. What a great chirp. I swear. I swear to you. It's true. That I I don't ask for them to, I just ask for it black and I add it myself after. Oh, sure you do. I I literally was at a local place in my neighborhood Uh and and I said, oh, can you just give me a Splenda on the side? And she's like, well, why don't I just put it in? I'm like, I don't, I don't worry about it. Just put it on the That's side. Because goes, you want half. You want, I only want half. Because it was a small coffee. I just wanted half in. Yeah. And I didn't want to be the guy who's like, just put half in. <laughs> I just put it on the side. I'll deal with it after. And they insisted on asking how I wanted it. And then I was the guy who was like, not too much. No, not too much. Mo- <laughs> mo- oh, not enough. <laughs> Whatever, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I just want to live in my own hell on my own. I don't want to <laughs> suck anyone else into the vortex with me. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, it, the headline I read was Starbucks workers say customers are treating them like coffee making robots. Yes. Thanks to viral TikTok trends. Oh, man. So give them a break. All right. All right. Take your TikTok recipe and try and make it yourself <laughs> instead of forcing someone else to make it. Because it's a Friday, we bring you your Friday fun facts. Mm-hmm. So let's get to them. You know, there was a time where you couldn't even say the word damn in a movie without oh, really? getting in trouble. In fact, the producers of the movie Gone with the Wind mm-hmm. were fined $5,000 for using the word. Frankly, darling, I don't give a damn. Was that in Gone with the Wind? Yeah, I think Frankly, it, Scarlett, I don't, I don't give, give a, a damn. damn. $5,000 that Ooh, cost. Well, it was worth it. Probably back then was, you know, a lot of money, maybe. Um... In France, they're very touchy about what you can call Napoleon and what you can't. In fact, it's illegal in France to name a pig Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, are you a Napoleon? Uh, like, do you know much about him, Bundes? I know a little bit about him, yeah. yeah. He's a big fan of Alexander the Great's military tactics. Uh, he went into Egypt and he brought back Hermeticism and a bunch of uh, ancient Egyptian knowledge back to France and it kind of spawned a little bit of a renaissance there in, in terms of philosophy and thinking with some of his uh, trusted aides. Dupuy, I think, was one of them. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean that, you that just was got schooled. even looking at a computer. You just I, got schooled, buddy. I would have accepted, yeah, I know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, the guy who invented the mood ring mm-hmm. also invented something famous. The uh, Thigh Master. 
Same inventor. Shut up. And if you're thinking, oh, wow. Thighmaster was a big deal. Actually, you can still get a killer workout if you see an old Thighmaster lying around. Yeah, at a garage sale or something? Try squeezing that one between your legs. Oh, you could just give me a cold work. Oh, oh, you could call that human Thighmaster. <laughs> I wish I walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> that was ridiculous, Bundes. All right, all right. <laughs> you are the Thighmaster. Right, that, that same person, by the way. <laughs> His name is Joshua Reynolds, and he was an heir to the Reynolds Tobacco Company. Oh, so. well, that's he not... He was already rich. He was already loaded. Yeah. Um, until the mid-1970s, NHL players, 90% of them were Canadian. What do you think it is now? Are you now? kidding me? That's so cool. I mean, we own the game forever. Now, uh, now? you think it's... More than half or less than half? I would say it's less than half. I still think it's probably more than half, just slightly. It's pretty close to being just less than half. 47%. Gotcha. Roughly, yeah. Clownfish, like the ones in Finding Nemo. You know Nemo was a clownfish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can change from male to female if they need to for reproduction. So in the movie, Mm -hmm. once Nemo's mother was killed... The father could have just grown female sex organs and started reproducing and created some brothers and sisters for Nemo. Wow. That's it. Apparently you didn't find that as much fun as I did. Can you do it alone then? You have both organs? No, I think it's one or the other. You gotta find find a mate still. Okay. I don't think you can like impregnate yourself. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. If you timed it right, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) I have to look into that one a little bit uh, more. Okay. Alright, I feel like I can't end on that one now Because you, you seem pretty more? underwhelmed Okay One more This is, I don't know if this is fun or kind of sad But elephants grow six different sets of teeth in their life Wow And once the sixth uh, set of teeth falls out Yeah They die of starvation Happy Friday oh my god <laughs> I wasn't going to end on that one You kind of forced me into it terrible Have a great weekend everybody <laughs> What is wrong with you? It's your fault. Uh, it's my fault. I, I kind of enjoyed the clownfish one, but you weren't impressed, so I had to go one deeper and then now look at the predicament we're in. Hope you have a great weekend, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.